Protesters take over part of Seattle. Alligators menace the South. And what's the deal with statues? All that and more coming up right now on the BS Podcast. You're listening to the BS Podcast, where we cover all of the bull in the news and more. Now, welcome your hosts, Dave and Zach. Hello and welcome to the BS Podcast, where we talk the absurd, the ridiculous, and yes, the bullshit. I'm your host, Dave, and joining me is my fellow connoisseur in bullshit, Zach. Zach, how are you today, buddy? Good, man. It's been a good couple days. How about you? <laughs> uh, doing well, and it uh, looks like uh, looks like you got your ears lowered, as they call it, I see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. My uh, barber finally opened up to appointments only, which I love because normally they don't do appointments. So it's like a free for all. Yeah, and yeah. now they're forced to have to do appointments by like uh, the laws right now. Uh, and um, so I love it because I can make an appointment. I don't have to worry about going there and sitting and waiting and doing God knows what. Um, and they didn't make me wear a mask while I was in there because I was worried about that. I was like, how the hell are they going to yeah. shape up my beard if I got a mask covered on it? But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, got, I went in there and they, you know, sat down in the chair and he goes, you can take your mask off. I'm like, all right, perfect. Yeah. Or, or just cut it or something. Yeah. So, well, I'm assuming the, your guy or girl wore a mask. Yeah. Yeah. The guy cut my hair did. Yeah. But yeah. I didn't have to wear one, which was nice. That's good. Yeah. It was the same deal for me. I went uh, last Wednesday. Also got, also got the haircut. Went yeah. To my barber. First Looking time. Good, buddy. Huh? Looking good, buddy. Thanks. <laughs> you know, doesn't it feel great when, when, when they take those clippers and just. Oh, it feels so good. Buzz that off. Like, oh, yeah. It, it feels so free. <laughs> my favorite part, I don't know if you're, uh, I don't know where you go to get your haircut, but my barber, he does like a, uh, that hot like shaving cream around the edges of all of your hairline. And then he takes like the straight edge razor and just shaves like all around the hairline. Uh, that's I get it that's my neck. favorite. I've never yeah. had it on the hairline, but it does oh, feel nice. That's my favorite part. Yeah, it's, it's a nice addition to get that nice warm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> For a man, you know, it's like the most pampered you'll ever be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have got a, a men's pedicure once, though, and that was oh. uh, actually very lovely. I don't know. I got suckered like... into doing it, but, you know, <laughs> sounds it was, like a I'm going to be honest. Podcast. I'm going to be honest. It wasn't bad. Oh, very nice. <laughs> I had a glass of red wine, you know, gave me a little, little calf massage. Oh, wow. I just told him, hold the nail polish. Don't don't put any paint on and it'll be fine, right? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sold yet. It's gonna take, <laughs> take a little bit more to sweeten the pot. Um, uh, one other thing uh, before we go through our stories is, uh, as you mentioned, the appointment. I also had to get my license renewed uh, last, late last week. They have this new thing called a real ID, so you have to have it. It's a new security thing, uh, so you can't just renew online. I had to actually physically go in, and I had an appointment. And you know what? I was in and out of there in about 45 minutes. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, when I, I, had to, I had to do mine a few months ago, and it was the same kind of thing. You make an appointment, you walk right in, and they see you. They check your documents. I don't know about where you went, but it's like you had to wait in two lines. It's like you had to wait in the line for them to check to make sure you have your documents. And then once you're approved, then you have to go wait in another line. But because you have an appointment, it's like, you know, it's, it's very quick. But the amount of people that were in that first line that didn't have the right documents was ridiculous. <laughs> I believe right? it. They send you a sheet that says exactly what you need. Yeah. You know what I mean? There was at least four or five people in front of me when I went that were just like, that. they said, you don't have everything you need, sir. And he's like, what are you talking about? I've got my uh, mortgage <laughs> statement right here. They're like, nope, you need that. You need a Utility. passport or whatever, social yeah. security card. You need to bring a lot of stuff for that. It's pretty yeah. strict. I mean, I, I you know, you gotta ha- if you don't have that well you should you should have all that stuff but uh, you know you got your birth certificate social security card or or income tax statement yep. and utilities all that stuff you have to have yeah look believe me it's me <laughs> my my wife kind of had a, a hell of a time because she, you know most a lot of her documents are from like when she had her maiden name mm-hmm. like her birth certificate her social yeah. security card and things like that she had to actually get like um. Um, a new documents from a couple things because they didn't reflect her new name. Well, that's a pain in the butt. Yeah. So she like went there and they were like, Oh, you need a, uh, one of the things I know, like our marriage license, like they said, you didn't have the right marriage license or something. So I don't know. Oh, that sounds like bullshit. It was easy for me. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. It was easy for me too. Uh, I think I only wait, I waited less than 10 minutes. Uh, so it was great. Uh, then I got in and of course, 
I was just sitting there while the guy was typing God knows what. But, yeah. uh, but uh, yeah, it didn't take very long to get in and out of there. It was the most painless experience I've ever, I've ever had, actually. All right, so let's uh, uh, before we start, let me run through uh, our topics. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna kick it off with the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, or has maybe been renamed at the little area in Seattle there where the protesters have occupied. Uh, we got a story here out of New York City: COVID nineteen con- contact tracers not asking about George Floyd protest participation. We've got the new Ford Bronco will debut on July 9th, and we'll talk about why that why that day is special. Uh, the Amish like. Bush light, something you found, Zach. Uh, and then we're going to go researchers have an idea for de- increasing drone delivery. We're going to get into that. And then the alligator menace. We've got three stories <laughs> around that. Uh, and then we're going to talk about st- what's the deal with statues and uh, the way our culture has been changing around uh, recent events. We've got some stories around that, Zach. So uh, I cannot wait to get into everything. If you want to you just dive right into this, to whatever the heck is going on in Seattle. Head first. Head first. <laughs> <laughs> so they start. So the story here is they, of course, they had the the George Floyd protests, and they never stopped. And for for whatever reason, the police decided to abandon the area and uh, and one of the pro, one of the precincts, and the protesters stayed. Uh, and they called themselves uh, they called the area the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone or CHAZ. Although today I just saw that they 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 renamed it to the Capitol Hill Organized Protest or CHOP. Yeah, I saw it too. I'm like, what the hell, Chaz or Chop? Like, what are, what are we going with here? Chaz sounds a little cheesy. Chop, chop sounds a little more serious. Yeah. I don't Chaz, know. I think Chaz, like, I think, like, they have a leader and his name is Chaz. Exactly, yeah. Well, who's, who's this guy, Chaz? And who, who and could you imagine what Chaz yeah. would look like? <laughs> I imagine, <laughs> like, Chaz Bono or something. <laughs> yeah, something like that. All right, so if you're not, if some of you aren't familiar with this, we got a, we got a video here uh, we want to share with you from NBC News. No signs of leaving this six-block area after taking it over a week ago. Now festive, crowded, and peaceful, demonstrators pitching tents and planting gardens this weekend in the newly renamed Capitol Hill Occupied Protest. We're here in peace and solidarity for a cause that needs to change. Their demands? Reduce funding for the Seattle Police Department, invest in the black community, and release arrested protesters. The president doubling down on local officials. But if they don't do the job, we will do the job. The Seattle Police Union blames the situation on local leaders. When you voluntarily surrender a police facility and you acquiesce to unreasonable activism, criminal activity for political gain, to me, that's unconscionable. Okay, so that so that gives you a flavor of what's going on there in Seattle. Uh, <laughs> it looks like how I imagine like Woodstock was back in like the fifties or sixties, whenever that was. Like it just looks like a bunch of hippies like running around and playing music. It does. It looks like a nice, peaceful place when you watch this uh, broadcast. Yeah. Although there, there has been, well, there's conflicting reports. There are some people with guns out there. You could find it. There was a couple of uh, instances of some assaults going on. Uh, rumors, rumors of sexual assault, but I don't think that's been proven. Although if you don't have police, then, you know, what do you, what do, you do about it? That, that's the thing. This, you know, there's all the talk about defunding and disbanding the police out of Minneapolis. Maybe, maybe this uh, CHOP or CHAZ, whatever you want to call it, should be kind of like the testing ground. Right for how this would work, how these community-led uh, police forces would work, because that's essentially what they're going to have to do in in Chaz or Chap, right? Well, like what, like set up a court? No, but I mean, like people are talking about doing it, and without having any idea how it would work, right? Police yeah. don't want to go into Chaz or Chap. Don't go in, <laughs> right? If they want to have the like an autonomous zone, just let them do it. You know what I mean? Even if it's in a, even if it's in the middle of a city, what else are they going to do? The police aren't going in there anyway right now, or they're trying yeah, they to. Left. Well, although there was actually we got another video here of, of cops coming in. So I'm, since since you're mentioning that, let's let's take a look at this one. Please watch out! Please watch out! I am only a peacekeeper taking him to the office. That's it. No. First of all. Okay, so some some cops are going. Maybe they forgot some paper clips or some pens, and they had to go pick up some supplies. <laughs> yes, they had to go in the office for something, and immediately, you know, 
So there's one guy that's there that's trying to lead them through and just be like, okay, I'm just going to let them in here for a couple minutes to do whatever they need to do. And yeah. immediately, like you see that crowd of people come up saying like, what are you doing letting cops in here? And I'm like, it, you know, it, at this point, just stop sending the cops in there. Eventually, like see what's going to happen, right? Eventually, Start these people, out. yeah, essentially, you know, there already talks about the community garden was already like that they set up was already taken from them or whatever they already <laughs> have already complained that they needed food and, and all this other stuff so it's like it comes to a point where you know they're going to realize that there needs to be some kind of government institutions in place right oh I, okay so you're saying <laughs> the way you, the way you would treat a child exactly which is to say screw you mom and dad I'm, i don't need you guys and then you let the kid fester for a week and you're saying that the, it's a good idea to play this out on a large scale with you know hundreds of people <laughs> yeah at this point they're not doing anything about it anyway right no they're not no and, exactly uh, they're not go they're not they're not going <laughs> in with with uh, an army and forcing them out and i'm not saying that's what they should do but they're not they're not forcing them out they're right. not going in there and doing anything it's just this kind of like well let's just wait it out and see what happens and maybe we'll send people maybe we won't just fucking abandon it and let them let it be like uh lord of the flies in there right <laughs> they'll all take over and start their own system and then realize how like they won't be able to do it now you know? something tells me zach that the these people will not learn their lesson. Uh, that's just a that's just a hunch. Uh, they'll blame someone else if things go south. Um, the president is not very happy about this. In that first NBC News clip we played, he said, that, "You know, if they don't take care of it, I'm going to take care of it." He's not going to do anything, right? And what's no. he going to do? Bring in the national, bring in some national guard thing to clear out the streets? I don't, I don't think he's going to. No, I yeah, I, I kind of call bullshit on that. Maybe, maybe yeah. some people say he needs to. Maybe he does. I don't know, um, but I don't think he will. Now, question or the point I made in a in a video earlier, or, or rather, rather last week, which is on this channel on this topic, is that the bullshit to me. Now, I, I'll take your points, and I, I think they're I think they're valid. Um, but there's a special carve out for these people. Um, if some other group, a political group, uh, perhaps a group that was diametrically opposed to these people, decided to carve out their own autonomous zone in any city, it would not have. It would not have stood. Okay. Wow. So, so theoretically, see, theoretically, let's say a group of neo Nazis, right, well, have to wants, go that to, far, though. wants to start their own autonomous zone right. in another city. That's what you're saying, like theoretically, something like that. I'm not even saying, I'm not even, you don't have to pick the most evil group. Just pick, uh, I think the two examples I gave in my video were, say, an anti-abortion group or just a pro-Second Amendment group, just with no, just, just, just for, or, or it could be any reason. It doesn't have to be a bad reason. These guys have a reason. You don't have to agree with it either. But it, I'm saying, just, oh, so let's go with the Second Amendment one. Let's say the Second, let's say some, a group of pro-Second Amendment people armed to the teeth said, this is an autonomous zone. Uh, so we can get you know our demands met for our Second Amendment rights being protected, those people would be crushed and destroyed and tanked. <laughs> Tanks would roll. That's my opinion. What do you think of that? Yeah, I guess it depends on what city they're doing it in. But I think this goes maybe this goes back into a larger discussion about what you talked about a couple weeks ago on one of your live broadcasts. Like, should the country be split up into like-minded? nations right let yeah let the auto not no yeah let the autonomous zone people no don't let them have a block but give yeah let's let's carve out something and, like obviously like obviously a, a pro second amendment autonomous zone would go over the same that this autonomous zone in seattle is going on in like a, a city that's mainly conservative yeah like right? i don't know yeah somewhere in the south i don't know but somewhere in texas maybe um yeah and then that's maybe that's the maybe that's the real answer, right? <laughs> Break this thing up and let people let people go. You know, I want to I want to live in this thing and I want to live this kind of life. I want to I want to do my garden where where I just plant I, I throw in a, <laughs> a plant from Home Depot and just hope it grows. <laughs> that's how we're gonna feed ourselves or whatever. But no, I understand. And you do see these people are. I think they're trying to create some kind of a community. Um, and just imagine it on a larger scale, everyone who agrees with that, no matter where you live, you can go to that place. I think. Yeah. Like if, if this popped up, if the, if an autonomous zone popped up in every major city in the United States of America, right. That would be like a war. That would be like a complete end of days war zone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are we headed that way? I mean, that's, that was, 
We're not going. I hope not. I hope that maybe this autonomous zone in Seattle will be kind of like a, an example of why this won't work. (laughs) Yeah. Things that like uh, unsolvable problems, right. Or or unreconcilable differences or something like that. Unbelievable. Uh, So I think the bullshit to me, uh, maybe I think it's multi-layered one that the cops abandoned the, the precinct. That's, that's bullshit. Uh, Two that this is, been going on so long so i do kind of disagree but on the other hand i I do agree i also call it bullshit on trump that he's going to do anything um but yeah i mean maybe if this could be this could be maybe a a spark to say look we we can't live with each other and maybe here's a way for us to here's a path forward for for like-minded people to find certain places not they'd have to be agreed upon and designated not just taking over (laughs) that's my point where's your where's the bullshit lie for you that that uh where do you see the bullshit on this I think the bullshit is that it seems like there's so many different point of views that are going on in this autonomous zone, right? There's mm-hmm. no like one leader, which I guess that's the point, right? They're trying to create an equal democracy for everybody. But you have this one guy in that video we showed earlier that's trying to let these police in to do whatever they came there to do. And then everyone else just saying like, you know, no, why are you letting him in here? Get him out of there. Right. right. They're starting this autonomous zone. They need some kind of leadership, right? They need some kind of like their own democracy. Yeah. The one guy made a, like, I guess a reasonable admission, allowing the cops look, just come in, go to your office, get your, get whatever you need to get and then go back out. Whereas, yeah. So he made that decision on his own. I, I don't think it was a bad decision, but yeah, to your point, it's that there is no, or, there is no organization or, or anything like that. And, uh, so, but I mean, it, that's just the nature of it, right? It's kind of, it's kind of, I think it's a little bit, it's doomed to fail, right? Yeah. I mean, they're not, do you think they're going to let them stay there forever? I don't know. That's the thing that like, nothing is happening right now. <laughs> I, I think know. you either need to go in and completely disperse it or just let them be and let it all crumble from within and then just, you know, go back in and clean up. Something needs to happen. Although right? uh, I guess turning off the water and the electricity would, would go a long way if that's what you wanted to do. Yeah. Just. So you want your own country, you want your own <laughs> city, shut, fucking shut everything off and be like, if you can survive and thrive, then whatever, it, it's not going to happen. But either go in there and chase them all out or let them be their own little area without any help from the government or whatever, <laughs> you know. And uh, yeah, we'll see how long that lasts. Yeah. All right, let's move on to our second story, Zach. NYC COVID-19 contract contact tracers not asking about George Floyd protest participation despite fears of a new virus wave. This comes from uh, the city.nyc. This is over the last two weeks, Mayor Bill de Blasio and others have voiced concerns that packed Police brutality protests across the city could trigger a new wave of COVID-19 infections. Whether or not that's the case, however, remains unknown, and de Blasio's team won't be directly trying to find out. The hundreds of contact tracing workers hired by the city under the new uh, test and trace campaign have been instructed not to ask anyone who's tested positive for COVID-19 whether they recently attended a demonstration, City City Hall confirmed to the city. I mean, this is absolute bullshit. not not only is on, on a couple levels here is one it's it's there's clearly a political agenda here another it's just really useful information just to know how this thing yeah. how this thing spreads what do you think of this crap i think it's it's absolute bullshit like there's no way to to test and know have the knowledge of if this the, the virus is spread through these protests if you don't ask right <laughs> no kidding what is the point of the yeah of a- the point is i wonder if they're going to get an answer they don't want, right? If they're going to find, I think they're worried about finding out that people didn't get COVID spread through the demonstrations. And then they have to go back and be like, well, people didn't get COVID through the demonstrations. So I guess we really shouldn't have shut everything down. Yeah, clearly. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, by the way, uh, de-, de Blasio's daughter was arrested as a protester. I don't know if you heard that or not. I did not. Yeah. There's a mugshot of her going around. Um, I'm sure she got out of jail very quickly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You know, this reminds me of the nursing home thing, too, because they were New York was sending uh, patients uh, out of hospitals who had COVID-19 and making uh, nursing homes take them. And they also wouldn't allow it's just the same thing. They wouldn't allow nursing homes to ask those people if they had tested positive for COVID-19. I mean, this is like it doesn't make sense. It only only your explanation makes sense, which is they want to basically hide it. There is no other explanation. Yeah. It's just it's just knowledge. You need that for scientific evidence. Like that's like how you gauge where this virus comes from and how it's spread. If you're just refusing to ask, 
then you're not doing anyone any favors. No. I guess, yeah. I guess if you ask someone, they could always say, I'm not comfortable sharing that, but why just not even ask, right? It's absolute bull crap. They're, they're, yeah. It, and it, it really, it's, it's, it's putting lives at risk. And, you know, the needs this is the same government you see. I'm sure you've seen this about uh, during the protests, shuffling people off the streets. I think they've been like welding playgrounds, fences shut to not let people, uh, you know, bring their kids to a playground, let them play, go outside, and then they allow this thing and then don't even bother to see if it even had. Because it's going to be, oh, it turns out the, the, the report will say, this is what's going to happen, Zach. In a couple of days, we'll get a report from the New York City saying uh, uh, no, you know, protesting didn't, <laughs> didn't, didn't spread COVID-19. And then you dig in. Oh, well, that's because they didn't ask. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this, uh, that's, this, one, this, one's a, this one is enraging to me. No. All right, let's hit our next topic. New Ford Bronco will debut on July 9th, which is O.J. Simpson's birthday. <laughs> oh, this is good. <laughs> this is good. This is great, of course. You know, it's a sweet-looking truck. I would get one. Oh, this thing is great. Yeah. Uh, put a picture. Yeah, put, put a picture of this. I don't know if this is exactly it, but this is the con- uh, concept art. This is your co- – um, uh, not concept art. This is apparently the, uh, the truck from Car and Driver. Yeah, so throw this up, Zach. I, I think it looks great. Uh, I agree. Um, now, what do you think here? Would they do this on purpose or not? It's a little. It's a little too coincidental. <laughs> I think. I think they're they're playing coy here, and they should just you know someone should just admit that they're trying to drum up interest because of the. Family. I mean, you you hear the word Ford Bronco, and the first thing <laughs> probably everyone in this country thinks of is that white Bronco going down the highway, you know, running away from police. <laughs> it's absolutely right i mean the white should the should the debut truck when they for the press conference be white that that'll be yeah. that would be just perfect they, they should throw in like when they're doing the unveiling they should like just throw in like little tiny easter eggs like like if they're talking about the gas mileage like this thing doesn't need that much juice to get going you know what i mean like they should like do little tiny things like that just uh uh, yeah, maybe call it a good, a, 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 uh, I'm sorry, a truck that's great uh, in off-road and uh, performs well on the highway. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, here's a, there's a quote here from the, the Detroit Free Press um, story. It says, I got to believe this is a mistake. Didn't anybody look at the calendar? Said John McElroy, veteran industry observer and Autoline.tv host. Ford Motor Company does not want to correlate the launch of such an iconic and important vehicle with a police chase with a notorious person. I don't believe that. Uh, I think that I think that comment's bullshit. I yeah, think okay. they definitely coordinated to get to hype it up. Now I don't know if that's a smart move, but as we said, the truck is pretty sweet. So I don't think I think I think it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and uh, I actually can't. Yeah, I want to see this thing now. I think well, they have the listed price. Uh, thirty-four thousand. Or I'm sorry, thirty-two thousand starting, which is cheaper than I thought. I thought this yeah. thing would start at like fifty or something. Yeah, they probably could have easily charged more just because it's a famous vehicle, you know. Yeah. All right, Zach. Any more on the Bronco? Any any, any other BS to tease out of here? That's it, man. I, I sweet. I would I would probably buy it if I was in a position to buy a new vehicle. But yeah, me too. Um. So uh, yeah, I'm not gonna buy a new not gonna buy a new truck. But uh, that I would if I yeah if I was about to buy a new one that would I definitely have my eye on that one. All right, let's hit it. Let's hit the Amish like Bush Light video you found, Zach. Um, and then we'll provide some context here. As I walk through the valley where I harvest my grain, I take a look at my wife and realize she's very plain. But that's just perfect for an Amish like me. You know I shun fancy things like electricity. At 4.30 in the morning, I'm milking cows. Jebediah feeds the chickens and Jacob plows. Fool and I've been milking and plowing. I found this. I, I found this video just scrolling through Facebook the other day, and it fucking killed me. Um, I don't know if they're, like, going out for Rumspringer. You know what I mean? And they're, like, loading up. But it's also funny. They've got, like, eight things of, of bush light and then only two things of, like, regular bush. <laughs> it's just so, you know... And if they've never drank before and it's like, oh, it's a rum string. We're like, why wouldn't they get like a bunch of different things? They just get like bush light. That's it. That's like all they get. It's hilarious. <laughs> maybe it's the beer. Maybe the Amish can do an like an endorsement and a commercial for bush, you know, the beer, the beer of the Amish or yeah. something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so the, is it, what is it called? Rumspringa? Is that right? Yeah. 
that's when they just let them go wild for a little while or they have a chance to like find out about the outside world which means drink a lot or something i guess so you know i i think that's what it is i don't know all about their culture but from what i've seen and heard people talk about that's what it is it's fascinating um so yeah they load up all these cases of bush light the official beer of the amish and uh, load it up in their buggy and head on out to have some fun i mean hey you know yeah, more power to you. <laughs> That's a lot of beer, though. I mean, yeah. how many cases was that? <laughs> it's got to just be like I've got, you know. Well, they've also the they've probably got a lot of like um, they probably got a lot of like drinking years to make up for. Oh you yeah, know, you know what I mean. Like they they missed out on their whole teenage drinking years, <laughs> so now they got to make up for it in this one like week span, I guess. Yeah. Well, have fun. Be safe. And, uh, you know, and figure hope, out your path in life. Uh, hopefully you can get some KFC when you're drunk, riding through your buggy through the thing. <laughs> yeah. Story on that from the UK, about a guy riding his, go, trying to go on a horse and buggy in the KFC and they denied him. Now that, I guess they do the same thing for a bicycle, which I think is kind of dumb. And to me, to me, any vehicle should count. Um, what do you think about that? Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, what do you, buy, what do you think about on foot? On foot, I'd say no. You got to walk inside. Yeah, there, there was one a, time we were trying. Maybe to I'll to, say. Oh, sorry, sorry. I was just, maybe I'll say you need four wheels. Four wheels? Well, no, that a buggy's only got two, right? Yeah. What about one of those weird motorcycles that got like two wheels in the front? <laughs> you know, I'm talking about this. What are they called? Spiders? Like, what about those? Okay, yeah, I'll allow that too. All right. All <laughs> so on. tricycles, three and above, <laughs> or wait, motorcycle though. I guess two. Not a unicycle. Not That's a unicycle. All line. right, so two two wheels and a bug. Got to be two wheels. <laughs> no, there was one time where Taco Bell was closed, and um, I was in a car that had like um, a big trailer on it. Right, it was they were open only for drive through. The, the inside wasn't open, and oh, that was I like see. it. Right, and we couldn't get the trailer with the truck through the drive through. Go around, yeah, yeah. So we we're like, well, let's just walk up, and they they were like, no, you can't do it. I'm like, but our vehicle can't get through the drive through. Like, sorry, That's, oh. you know. You gotta it. make an, it must be some, I guess it's, well, cause it's, I guess it's liability, right? Somebody's, yeah. Somebody's it's it's gotta be something like that. Um, there's always some bullshit like that. Yeah. Liability for someone getting run over, but I guess how is that any different than someone walking through your parking lot and getting hit by a know. car, right? You know what I mean? I really don't know. What the, Maybe well, it's a robbery thing, but then it's like, what, what, what's the difference between someone robbing you? in the car through the drive-thru versus robbing you on foot through the drive-thru. Yeah. Well, I guess you can, there's a better chance you can reach in better, right? To the register, I guess, if you're on foot. Yeah, it makes sense. So maybe that, I think maybe that is good policy. Yeah. Um, Maybe the bullshit's on us here. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I've got, I've got real bullshit, Zach, which is alligators the alligator menace maybe my least favorite animal and one that i would like to see uh disappeared from this earth i'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure this isn't the first time we've talked about alligators no, show, no. Dave. <laughs> well they continue to be bastards um <laughs> they're, so. they're dinosaurs man that's what they are they look like a dinosaur yeah right? they should have wait they should have been extinct when the rest of the dinosaurs went extinct so that's why you know when the meteor hit or whatever well, why, why did it spare these things? Were they just like underwater or something? And then like, they were like, oh, they like come out of the water and they're just like, what the hell happened? Where did everybody go? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just, they just stayed in water and, and watched everything from afar as everyone, yeah. as everybody, uh, as all the, other, all the other dinosaurs died. So this story here, um, South Carolina beachgoers spot out of place alligators after deadly attack. And, uh, as, and it just notes that uh, just last month in South Carolina, a gator had uh, dragged someone under on an island. Now, this is ridiculous because you don't expect to see gators on the beach. Let's just play this video. And it's, it's scary.
All right, I got a better idea. Pull out a shotgun and shoot it in the brain. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe that alligators are endangered animals, are they? Well, they were under um, – Florida had them under protected, um, uh, which allows them to flourish and you know, explode in population. They're all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and Well, protected – in some, I think they allow. I don't know if they allow hunting or not, but um, at some like in various stages, I don't know. But you can't touch them. Uh, not that you'd want to, because they're disgusting yeah. creatures. And if you feed them, then they get accustomed to humans giving them food. They associate a human with food, and then I, I don't think they have any problem finding food. No, <laughs> <laughs> they don't have any problem with that. Now I'll tell um, you what. In a in a in a fresh body of water here in Florida here. Any sort of permanent body of water that's that's fresh water, assume there's an alligator in it. That's a good rule of thumb. Yeah. Sometimes brackish water, you know, salt and mm-hmm. salt and fresh where they come together. Alligators will venture out there. But I never, as I said earlier, I never expect to see an alligator on a beach like that. That is just unbelievable. No, I mean, I love swimming in the ocean, but I have a hard enough time swimming in the ocean worrying about a fucking shark. Like <laughs> let it, now, now we got to worry about alligators in the ocean. Like, come on now, man. <laughs> Now, the bullshit angle, in addition to these being disgusting, hideous creatures that all need to be murdered, is that uh, is here at the end of the article. It is speculated that alligators started venturing out into unfamiliar places because of the coronavirus pandemic. The social distancing and lockdown guidelines saw, pe- saw people sheltering in their homes. Yeah. So if we go inside, the alligators take over, Zach. <laughs> Or is that the first time we're seeing this? Monkeys are taking over in Asia with, uh, you know what I mean, with them stealing people and shit. And then we got uh, alligators over in the south taking over. Yeah, I mean, more pandemic bullshit. I mean, isn't this good enough reason alone to open things back up? <laughs> it has to be, man. <laughs> I can't imagine what it's got to be like. I'm sick enough. I've been getting, like, last week, I've been getting, like, this flourish of, like, mice coming into my house. And I, like, have a hard enough time dealing with that. I can't imagine living in Florida and having to deal with an alligator. Oh, that's some real bullshit in your life. What What do you mean? How the, much okay. mice? <laughs> so, like, we when we first moved in our house, we had this issue with mice. And, like, you know, we called Orkin, whatever. They kind of, like, showed us where to put traps. They kind of plugged up holes. We didn't, we didn't see another mouse for, like, two years, right? Okay. I've caught, like, I've caught, I think, five mice in the last week. Oh I don't know God. what the hell's happening. Maybe it's because I redid my basement and knocked something loose or like, cause I'm in a townhouse. I'm in a townhouse. So like all of our houses are shared. I don't know. Maybe I opened up something from another, but you know, I, I just use the snap traps, whatever, you know, like get catch them, throw away the dead body. But the other day I walked downstairs and there was a mouse that caught, caught in a trap, but it didn't land on its head. It landed on its back leg. So it was just laying there like flopping around. Like oh, I was God. like, Oh fuck, what am I going to do with this thing? And, and then I'm like watching, you know, I'm sitting there like, like picking up, trying to figure out what to do with this live <laughs> mouse. That's leg is clearly, clearly broken in half. And I'm like, Oh, what do I do with this fucking thing? I can't like, I'm doing that with a little tiny mouse. And when I was watching those people on the beach with the alligator, I'm like, there's no way that you could get me anywhere near doing something like that. <laughs> now. Yeah. So, uh, so what did you do? If you don't mind, I, I took it out. I, I live like right in front of these woods. Yeah. And so I just took it out and like opened up the thing and like let the mouse like fall down the grass. A snake will come by and eat it. Just you know, let, whatever. Yeah. Let nature take its course. Yeah. It looked yeah. like it was trying to run away, but it couldn't. And I was just like, Oh, sorry, buddy. Good luck. And you turn around and never thought about it again. Until yeah. <laughs> I should get the fuck out of my house, man. <laughs> That's uh, that, yeah, I, I'm with you too. Cause that having to kill a bunch of my, you know, I don't, I don't want to hurt anything, you know, although I did say I want to murder all gators, but um, when it comes personal like that, you know, yeah. it makes you feel weird. makes you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, my mice, there's plenty of mice in the world, you know, there are, there's, there's plenty of mice in the world though. They'll, they'll be fine. So are you maybe going to think about getting a kitten? We've been thinking about it possibly someone to patrol the house. Yeah. I mean, cats will kill anything. They're, oh, yeah. they're great for that. That's not the only gator story, Zach. There's a couple others. There's one here out of uh, Tampa area, uh, my area. It says, while fishing for his Frisbee, a Tampa man was bit in the face by an alligator. Uh, this comes from Largo, which is maybe about a half hour south of me. He was uh, in waist-deep water looking for Frisbees. I guess, I don't know why, at around 5 a.m. I don't know why you would do that. <laughs> He's a Frisbee collector. <laughs> no, see, this is, um, I, I, you know, I might say this is your own fault. Uh, yeah, this man was in waist deep water around 5 a.m. looking for frisbees, and uh, I'm assuming this wasn't 
wasn't the ocean. So it's fresh water and you're out there, you know, before, before the sun rises in waist deep water. And I, he's probably, he's pretty lucky. He only got bit in the face. Yeah. Because we have these murderous assholes that live in the water and yeah. you have to be aware of them. <laughs> Here's another one in my area out of, uh, uh, Pasco County, Florida, the county north of me, says I f- I'd fight tooth and nail for him. Might man fights off gator to save dogs. Do- uh, a gator got a hold of uh, one of the pooch's arms, is in a cast, and another one is wrapped up. So yeah, you got to be real careful. When I walk the dog, I don't let her go anywhere near water. I, I think I would avoid the situation completely. I would hope to think that if my dog was getting attacked by an alligator, I would try to do something to stop it. But if I see an eight foot ga- alligator you know, with my dog in its mouth. I think I'm, I would like to think I would save it, but I'm pretty sure that I would probably be like, sorry, <laughs> I, I, you know, I can get a new dog. Um, it's, it's circle well, of life at that point, circle of life, you know, apologies. It depends on the size of the gator. Yeah. If it's a, if it's a small one, three, four feet or something, then you got a chance. But if it's something large, yeah, eight, 10 feet, something like that. I mean, you're, you're at the, that point, you, I don't know what you do. Um, maybe you could try to poke its eye or something. Um, but goodness gracious. Yeah. That thing could just turn and, and, and kill you. Yeah. Here's, here's my thing with it. Right. I know we might get a lot of hate. Everyone's saying like, Oh, you wouldn't save your dog. Yada, yada, yada. What it, what if I like went and like tried to wrestle this gator, right? I, I start poking it or some shit doing something and it lets go of my dog and then eats me. Not only <laughs> does it suck that I'm now dead, but my dog will probably still die because it's been mangled by an alligator. And now, like, my wife and my family have also lost, you know, me, right? You yeah. You know what I'm saying? Comes to a point and, where you're just kind of like, eh, and, cut your yeah, losses. And then your, fam- and then your family, people go up to your family like, I, I can't believe this happened. And they're like, well, at least he didn't get made fun of for not for doing nothing. Um, yeah. Is that, that's, the, that's the solace. Yeah. <laughs> that's bullshit. <laughs> I think, you know, when it comes to a super gator, I think that's a, a – I'm not going to judge there. Something very large. Um, yeah, that's because, yeah, again, putting your own life in danger. Unfortunately, we love our animals, but that's, and I love my dog, you know. With all I have my- a big dog. If it's, if it's a gator that's big enough to grab my dog, it's definitely too big for me to, to try to stop. Yeah. You know, if you got a yeah. little toy poodle or something, it's a little baby gator, you know, you can do something <laughs> about it. But it's crazy. You know, dogs are pretty good about defending themselves, but they've got no defense against an alligator. Does anything? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Besides a human with a gun? <laughs> Oh, uh, I think, oh, you know, I think pythons maybe, or like a hippo. I think well, a hippo uh, makes sense. I have seen, I have seen videos of like giant snakes eating alligators. That's, yeah. Yeah. Water, you know large I mean? water snakes. Yeah. Oh, they got it. Cause they just roll, just wrap around them and squeeze the, you know, alligator can't do anything. Right. Probably try to swallow it and then it doesn't happen. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> yeah, gators have, gators have made their way into the show uh, a few times, haven't they? Yeah. All right, let's hit uh, our, our next uh, sort of major topic here, which is um, which leads into a couple other stories. Is What's the deal with statues? Um, I also did a video on this uh, on our YouTube channel, if you want to check that out, a standalone video um, on this topic. And about, you know, we've seen uh, these protests going after pulling down statues. You've got Christopher Columbus. You've got uh, graffiti, all that sort of thing. And then pulling down, um, uh, trying to remove Confederate, you know, statues for Confederate soldiers like Robert E. Lee, that kind of thing. But also defacement on things like or trying to take down Gandhi or certain abolitionists of the South. Um, maybe I don't, I don't know if it's just a, it seems to be like just a blanket, like rip them all down. Uh, what are your thoughts on this to start? You know, it, it's a touchy subject. So I'm going to try to tread lightly. Yeah. People have very strong opinions about their statues either for or against. Yeah. If I had to pick, I'd say I'm a little on the against side. And here's why. Um, if you go to Germany, do you see Nazi statues anywhere or anything like that? Generally, when someone wins a war, they usually always tear down the monuments to the person they won against. Right. You know what I mean? That's generally what they do. And I read a good article from Politico that said um, when uh, the statues stay up, it's hard for people to forget their association with those values, even though they might be able to say like, you know, I'm not a Nazi, right? If someone's in Germany and there's a, a swastika statue or a statue right. of Hitler, it's hard for them to, the generations of people to disassociate themselves with that as much as, as much as they say they are 
dissociating from it. So the kind of argument that people can make against the statues in the South is kind of like, maybe that's why we have these racism issues these days. Because even though, you know, people say the South, you know, the war, civil war wasn't for slavery, they're still looking at these monuments, these people that might have been slave owners, right? Or fought a battle for uh, a part of the country that was for slavery. Right. You know what I mean? So even though we, you know, they might not be slave owners. They might not say that they're racist people. It, they, as a country, have we ever been able to dis- disassociate from that? Right. Yeah, I agree. And in fact, a lot of these, uh, the, the monuments for uh, Confederates, I mean, these came much later. These came, some of them, some of these may be only like 50, 50 years old or something like that in some cases. Um, what about Christopher Columbus? Should he be taken down? <laughs> Was that because that's different? Because well, I don't want to. I don't want to hold on. Hold up before I don't want to start throwing stuff at you. But I agree on the Confederate stuff, and especially uh, my overarching point is I think this needs to be taken up by the local community, the local government, to decide, not just letting a mob go tear things down. Because I think that's that's dangerous. So yeah, I was going to bring it up. I heard Ronnie talk about that in our Get Informed America podcast this last Friday. Yeah, right. He made that point was that you know if if you as a community don't want this statue there. You have a right to remove it and get it, you know, if that's what everyone collectively wants to do, get it out of there. But attacking it and pulling it down the middle of the night is good going to the point where it's starting to be like vandalism. Exactly. You know, and basically cowing to the mob, which I don't think we should really ever do. Um, so yeah, it is, it is complicated, isn't it? Cause you have questionable people. Um, but you know, see, I guess what I think, so if, let's leave the Confederate thing aside. Um, you know, there are flawed people who did good things like, say, Thomas Jefferson or Gandhi or something or, you know, um, Columbus is another one. So we don't have to talk about each one specifically. But it, it, I think the problem for me is we rely so much on the morality of the minute to judge people, you know, in the past. And that never ends. Right. Because, you know, the thing you think today can be deemed horrible, you know, next week or something. So um, I think we need to be careful about that. That, that's the bullshit I see. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, so on that topic, I think this, this kind of debate that we're having now has extended beyond just statues and monuments. It's going to some of our everyday language in life. And one of them, a story here out of BBC News, GitHub abandons master and slave terms to avoid row. Is it row or row in British? I mean, they just call it a fight. But anyways, um, I don't understand that word. <laughs> this says uh, GitHub uh, chief executive Nat Friedman said the firm is working on changing the term master uh, for the main version of code to a neutral term. Uh, and this is the latest campaign to remove such terms uh, from software jargon. The master-slave relationship in technology usually refers to a system where one, the master controls other copies or processes. Um, and he said here, um, he's happy to rename it. And then, uh, and then one of them uh, continues here. One of the, 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 the uh, developers says, if it prevents a single black person from feeling more isolated in the tech community, feels like a no-brainer to me. So they're going to get rid of uh, master slave. And they're also going to get rid of, uh, there's another thing here, uh, terms such as blacklist and whitelist reinforce the notion that black equals bad and white equals good. It suggests the use of blacklist and allow list uh, instead. So what do you think? Of, what do you think of these, uh, these terms being changed? Smart move. I, I understand the master slave one for GitHub. I do. I do understand that. And I think some people make an argument to say like, well, if you're getting rid of these terms that you're, you're pretending like slavery doesn't exist, which in a sense is true, but in the situation with GitHub doing the master and slave thing, they're not using that in a negative conversation. They're saying like, that's okay. Having a relationship between a slave and a master is an okay thing in a sense, because they're having in their code. It's like, you know, you're programming a thing. Like, okay, this one's the master. This one's the slave. There we go. Like, you know, it's not the, the context that it's in. Right. Yeah. Isn't like a negative context. Right. right? So, so that it's, it's in a sense, it's saying that relationship is okay. Yeah. Right? In code. So I think there's, there's a bit of bullshit in here. Um, and also, I mean, the comment here, if just one person gets offended, that we shouldn't, essentially what it's saying, we should, I, I don't know that that's a good standard. If, if one person doesn't like it, we need to change it. I don't think that's really smart. I think that's a bit BS. What do you think of that? 
that what 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 was the phrase? Well, again? the quote here is uh, sorry. If, if it prevents even a single black person from feeling more isolated in the tech community, feels like a no-brainer to me. Now I understand the point here, but my but my point is just you know, basically allowing one person to have a veto. Um, I, I don't know that that's very smart. Well, I think what it comes down to is that generally, if one person is offended by something, chances are more people are as well. Yeah. And you know, this one person might only have been strong enough to say something and voice their opinion. Yeah. But as you said, um, th- that is a good point. As you said, within this context, there is no, there is no greater context than you know for how the, a system works. Like I, I had to learn that when I uh, I replaced a three-way switch toggle switch in my in my home here and one of them is called the master because that's where the the main line feeds into and the other one's called a slave or whatever satellite or something and it didn't it, it, it never did it occur to me maybe that's just me but that it, it's just it's defining something as this is the one in charge you know what i'm saying like not i don't know but yeah no 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 yeah yeah it makes sense what you're saying and i've never I, honestly i never thought of him in that way either but I don't have the same experiences that a black person has in America. So when I see those terms, I don't know how those affect other people. Yeah. Um, but I think after reading that article from GitHub, it kind of got me thinking like, you know, we're using those terms master and slave as okay terms to use, right? That, that's all I'm saying. Like there, maybe we need to rethink about how we use those terms. Yeah, that makes sense. And I hadn't, I hadn't thought about it all that much. And uh, changing it, it doesn't really affect my life all that much at all. It doesn't, you know, it's, in other words, I, I don't have like a big opposition to it. So uh, if yeah. they want to change what they call things, as long as it's clear what they mean, then that's fine for me. No problem there. All right. One, one more on this is a, a story here from Informed American, uh, kind of on the same idea. Um, not, I mean, not quite, but it might make some, some sense here. It was uh, just to me, I find this BS. Uh, HBO Max brings back Elmer Fudd and inadvertently make, make, makes him Grim Reaper. Now, they're, what HBO Max is, re, is rebooting Looney Tunes um, without Elmer Fudd's shotgun because we're not, we can't have guns now in our cartoons for some strange reason. <laughs> Blow somebody up, I think, or have them fall off a cliff and <laughs> to, their, to their ultimate demise. It's okay if they have a giant box of TNT and they <laughs> blow them up and, uh, you know. Yeah. And here's a quote here from the showrunner. It says, we're not doing guns, but we can do cartoony violence, TNT, the Acme stuff. That was all kind of grandfathered in. And as, uh, as this goes, it's not clear how, <laughs> commentary here, it's not clear how this approach makes any sense. Um, he was clearly, Elmar Fudd was clearly a hunter. Yeah. He was often telling the audience hunting for a wabbits. Instead, they're going to give him like a scythe. So he's going to look like the Grim Reaper. So that's how people go hunting now. I guess they go hunting with scythes. <laughs> Yeah, what is he going to chase? Get the fuck out of here. Oh, man. Um, She's gonna, yeah, uh, the, the gun violence in the show wasn't even like that accurate, right? Well, he always he, missed. Yeah, he? he always missed. I'm, I don't know if this is 100% true, but I'm pretty sure there was one scene where he was going to shoot something and they just put their fingers in the barrel. And it right? blows up back. Yeah, up. and it blows back in Elmer Fudd's face. You know what I mean? Like little yeah, Bugs Bunny always wins. like that. Right. And I guess the argument could be like, well, it gives kids unrealistic expectations about gun violence and a kid could put their finger in an actual gun thinking it won't shoot them. And I'm like, okay, but by that argument, they could do the same thing about something that explodes. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. Oh, if I light this thing on fire, if I light this firework, okay, maybe kids don't have access to dynamite, but they do usually have access to fireworks. Maybe if I light this firework and hold it in my hand, it won't kill me because it doesn't kill Bugs Bunny. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that argument is not valid for, you know, if you're using that argument for guns, you have to use it for every, every kind of cartoony violence. Yeah, that is absolute bullshit. There's no, yes, that is fantastic, Zach. That, <laughs> no one thinks that. Uh, oh, by the way, they're also, uh, HBO Max is also reviewing Yosemite, Yosemite Sam of, of his firearm. So no, no guns from Yosemite Sam. He's a cowboy. Um, this, is, this is really stupid. Now, it's not really quite the same thing as the statues and the master slave thing, but it is along the same lines of, of, of changing things, changing history so as not to offend people, I think. And that's maybe the vein there, although they are different circumstances. I don't like this. This is bullshit. Let, it's an old freaking cartoon. You know, I don't even know. I don't even know if kids today would even like it, but maybe they would. I don't know. Um, but 
who cares? It's a freaking gun. It's a cartoon character with a gun. I mean, we, are, are we that rabid about guns? Um, and maybe that does answer my question. If, gun, if Second Amendment people tried to do an autonomous zone, well, here's our answer. We can't even have a gun in a cartoon. Never mind an autonomous zone. When does this go beyond cartoons? Are we not going to have guns in any movie or television show? Maybe. They did that with cigarettes, which, you know, if you notice. You ever watch really? an old movie? They're smoking constantly in any movie now. Yeah, they are smoking constantly. I'm just trying to think of now. I'm trying to think of the last thing I've seen where someone was, like, smoking. It's very rare. I guess it has to be, in, like, like, definitely, like, instrumental to who the character is. Yeah. For them to even do it. And in fact, but you're you right. See, Back then, everyone smoked. That, exactly. Movies, everyone did. Especially if you go, yeah, if you watch a movie from like the 50s or the 60s, it's just a cloud. Well, I guess back then everyone did smoke. So, you know, it was yeah. part of life. But nowadays, not everyone smokes as much as they used to. So I guess they don't have a need to actually do it. And uh, I believe on, on Netflix, for example, I think it's Netflix. If you see like the parental warning, one of it will be like tobacco use or something. Mm, I never noticed so, that. So, yeah, it's... It, I mean, not that I, not that we want more people to smoke, but uh, th- this stuff can, it can be phased. This is how you phase things out. Um, so yeah, <laughs> it's kind of interesting to see that. I think this is absolute BS. I think this is, yeah, maybe maybe because the stakes are so low. I mean, I really this one doesn't affect me at all. But it does. It it is pretty bullshitty. <laughs> yeah, it's okay, guys. Just a cartoon. Let's relax a little bit. You yeah. know. Yes, and yes, I want my Elmer Fudd to have a shotgun. I really yeah. do. I want to watch him miss. <laughs> all right buddy that pretty much wraps up all of the bs over the last couple of days i'd love to hear what you think about the topics that we covered today uh, by commenting below i'd also like you to uh, subscribe and hit the like button if you enjoyed this episode and to head on over to our site zach zach where can they find more more great stories like the ones we talked about today www.informedamerican.com it's not just political content. We've got all kinds of stuff on there. We've got health, we've got some finance stuff here and there. I mean, it is a great resource for anyone to stay informed about any topic. Yep. And speaking of health, head also head over uh, to realhealthynews.com for your health-related topics and news uh, to stay up to date on everything going on in the world of health. All right, Zach, thanks so much for joining me, buddy. I am Dave, and I've had enough of this BS. You've been listening to the BS Podcast with Dave and Zach, part of the Informed American Radio Network. Please like and subscribe today in order to get fresh new weekly episodes. Please send us your BS stories to info at informedamerican.com. The world is hard enough. And now we got to deal with this balls. (laughs) 